Welcome to Coffee Couch Ideas Podcast, where it's all about discovering your true self. So grab a cup of coffee, relax and enjoy episodes with me. I'm your host, Kritika Arkad. Let's begin the journey of making those small little changes in life. Today, I'm going to talk about parenting, an episode on how to raise happy and responsible kids. If most of us are asked what kind of an ideal life we want, we would say that we like to have a stable career, to be in good relationship with our life partner, want our kids to be happy, well brought up, well educated, and the list goes on. If all the wishes are granted, then do you think that life will be as interesting as it is today? Well, we need to face all of our disappointments, struggles, and excitements. The same is for parenting. And it is challenging for each one of us as life keeps throwing new surprises and we need to be ready to face them, isn't it? And how many of us feel that parenting is difficult? No matter what we do to better the situation, we are often the victims of guilt because things go wrong many a times while handling our kids. And how many times have we been under the radar for our parenting skills? As people around us always judge the way we bring up our loved ones, no matter how long we've been parenting or how many kids we've been parenting. All this might sound familiar. Few of you might already be successful at this. And for the rest of us, we will learn this masterpiece hand in hand and keep ourselves upgraded with a new version all the time. Now you might ask what qualifies me in talking on this topic. Well, as I always say, I am no perfectionist And here, I discuss the practices that I follow in making my kids happy and responsible. It does not mean that I don't get involved in any disagreement with my kids. But it's about how the situation is handled to overcome the difference of opinion. I'm in a learning curve too, yet I have shared my ideas and thoughts that have either worked or not worked for me. If you have any best practices, please do share in the comments section or leave a voice message on anchor.fm and we can all learn together. So let's get started. Well, honestly speaking, parenting seems to be one of the most challenging job because we need to understand what makes a child happy and what makes a child unhappy. There are several reasons behind it. From the time a child is born, there are many factors that stimulate the behavior of the child. As an infant, the journey begins in this world The babies are being taught to do so many things right from their infancy period. And they also learn from observation as they keep growing by learning new stuff. As a parent, it becomes a responsibility to make our kids understand what is right and wrong. We cannot impose our thoughts and ideas on our kids. We can only guide and it is up to them to think and react to the situation. But it does not mean that we do not show the right direction. Make them understand till a certain age. And if they don't listen, let them experience the consequences as long as they're not dangerous and they will automatically understand the repercussions. Next, I'm going to talk about a few kids being school phobic. When the school reopens after a vacation, we must have seen that few kids fear and they're not willing to go to school. We need to understand that these kids don't fear the education system or going to school. 
but they fear that they have to separate from their parents, especially their mom, for that specified time. My younger daughter is eight years now and still she is school phobic. Every academic year we face this issue and she fears the separation so much to the extent that she feels very uneasy in the first week after the school reopens. And later, after a week or so, she starts to enjoy the process of returning back to school. And now talking about kids who fear to sleep alone in their bedroom with our parents, some may have some fear initially. We need to understand what is going on in their mind and let them know that fear is in no way going to help them. And in fact, we should find different ways to take the fear out of their mind in whatever way it works. Now, when talking about handling kids, we all know that each kid is different. My elder one follows all rules and takes care of everything, while my younger one is totally the opposite, who is carefree, never worries about anything except being school-phobic, and that's temporary, I know. And both my kids need to be managed differently, under the same situation as their thoughts are different. I think most of you would agree with me if you have two kids or more, as each one's preference and liking is different, though the upbringing in the family will be the same. So it's not your fault if sometimes your kids misbehave. Just enjoy the way the things are and things will fall in place and slowly we can make small changes in parenting, if not all at once. Like adults, kids also undergo and face different emotions at different situations like being happy and sad, feeling angry and also getting excited. This happens to them when they have any change in their life like change of a school, change of a place like a new city or addition of a new sibling in their family or a sudden loss of a family member. So identify the emotional status and act accordingly. While handling kids during stressful times, we need to have a lot of patience. I have suffered a lot with anger so now my mind calls for relaxation and calmness. When we as parents are upset with something, we tend to show our frustration on our kids. So we need to control our anxiety and stress levels. Trust me, I have been in this position and we are human beings with lots of emotions and this does happen often. So let's stay cool. And this is where meditation helps a lot. It calms our mind and relieves us from anxiety and stress. And when your kids test your patience level, just be calm. Now, let's talk about making a kids responsible. When coming to this, we will have to admit that we sometimes do too much for our children. For example, keeping the washed clothes back in the closet, making their beds daily. However, if kids are, on, are of an age where they're able to understand and start working on their own, then let's teach our kids to make their beds daily. It's okay if it's not perfect. Let them do small things and over a period of time, they will learn. And of course, if the kid is small, we have to do it. No choice, you see. Then allow them to arrange the plates and cutleries for breakfast, lunch or dinner. And also allow them to sort the vessels and keep them in their respective places once we have washed them. Also, they can arrange their own wardrobes. These are just a few examples. This is the way kids learn homemaking chores. Let's not underestimate these tiny challenges that we assign to our kids, as these are the ones that lay the foundation for them to be more responsible. And these chores teach them teamwork, 
and once they become responsible, automatically everything will fall in place. The next important point is truly connecting with our children. And this can be done by taking some time to spend with them. And we should primarily focus on this. It is the connection with the kids that matter the most. When this is established, they feel to have a sense of belonging and importance. Honestly speaking, I have been working on this now, as most of the times I'm busy doing my household chores or reading books or working on creating content for my podcast. So I have been taking some time to spend with my kids by joining them in the painting sessions at home. They are just loving it, and so am I. And now talking about the preparation time during assessments or examinations, few parents take the ownership in teaching their kids to study. Some even prepare model question papers and supervise their studying activity. Well, if your child is small, it's okay to take the extra measures to teach them. But as a child grows, I think he or she should study by themselves. And unless they have a doubt, we as parents shouldn't interfere because it kind of becomes spoon-feeding for them. They should independently study, and that's my opinion. And having said that, suddenly when kids study by themselves, they might not fare well in the assessments immediately, but once they're used to it, they would start to love the process and understand the concept of each subject and topic. So if your kids are small, then try this from the beginning of the schooling and they would enjoy studying independently. Now let's get on to extracurricular activities. When kids are burdened with too much of extracurricular activities, it stresses them a lot. It's become very normal that parents want to keep the kids as busy as possible. It's good. But enrolling them and overloading with too many activities is a little too much. Last year, I attended art classes for a year or so where I met a girl around 10 years of age and she also had a younger sister around seven years. And both of them used to come to, you know, the art class on weekends to attend. The elder girl was working on an oil pastel art for a few weeks and the art piece was turning out to be good. And I had a feeling that she must be practicing art regularly at home. So I asked her how long does she practice at home? And she replied that she never got time to practice because she had to attend other classes like music, dance and swimming apart from the art class. And she added saying that here is where I come and practice my art as I get no time at home. Listening to this, my heart pounded. Imagine the amount of pressure and stress the kids of this generation must be going through. We might be feeling that we as parents are sacrificing our time driving our kids to different classes. But have we forgotten to think the amount of pressure they need to handle at this young age? And some might also argue saying that, you know, that this would help them to cope with pressure. If the child is willing to attend different classes, then it's an entirely different story. There are a few kids who are multi-talented and show interest in many. That is fine. But kids who feel they are pressurized, do they really need this kind of a competitive atmosphere, this kind of a rat race at this young age where they are supposed to dirty their hands on the playground and explore being playful? Yes, we have to find the hidden talent in our kids, but not to stress them out by sending to all possible after-school activities to find their passion. Imagine your kids attending a few extracurricular activities and they come back home. And now, check if they have time to play, time to do their homework, 
and little time to relax with your family? And most of the times, the answer is no for many kids. Well, let them concentrate on one activity so that they can increase the chances of putting a large number of hours, which will enable them to be a master at it. So let's try for finding their one passion. The next point I'm going to talk about is physical fitness. Now, talking about physical fitness, it plays a major role in shaping kids' learning abilities. Researchers have proven that the fitter kids have greater responsibility to memorize information. So let's kid beat themselves and let them play a lot and engage in physical activities that would help them in the longer run. The other thing that I wanted to talk about is most of the times we pamper our children so much that every time a child keeps doing the same mistakes, we give in saying that this should be the last time and it should not be repeated. There should be a line drawn in pampering a kid to be aware of the situation and make them understand rather than pampering. I think you all would agree with me. This would solve a lot of issues if they're made to understand. Now, talking about another aspect is the habit of being overprotective of our children, fearing that something might go wrong. I know we want the best things to happen for our kids, and we do things with the right intention, but sometimes it's overdone. Some of us even micromanage our kids' activities, not giving any personal space to them, like wanting to know every details. We should have a balance and trust in the parent-child relationship. And if we observe the points that we have discussed, we notice that it is in the hands of the parents to make better kids. If we change our mindset and our habits, kids will be raised happy and responsible automatically. And we must have also observed that our children mirror our actions or behaviors. So we need to be careful in portraying ourselves in the best possible way. Well, the story of parenting never ends as we always keep learning new things in parenting and we might have gone wrong in handling our kids, but that doesn't stop us from learning as we shouldn't shy away in correcting us. Like a potter beautifully crafts his pottery with unique properties and molds them in the desired shape, we as parents need to possess a better mindset and mold the kids into beautiful human beings who take pride in everything they do. Happy parenting and discover your true self. Thanks to all of you for finding time and listening to this podcast. If you find this interesting and helpful, please share it with your friends and family. You can listen to this podcast on Spotify, Anchor.fm, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and other platforms. And you can hit the follow button to get notification on every new episode. And there is an option to send a voice message on Anchor.fm. You can also follow me on my Facebook page, Coffee Couch Ideas, and you can also leave a review on the Facebook page. And emails can be sent to kritika.orkar at gmail.com. Happy listening and discover your true self.